Hello there and welcome to this episode of the Movies in Focus podcast. I'm Niall Braun. This time around I'm joined by Get the Gringo and Rambo Last Blood director Adrian Grunberg who discusses his new film, The Black Demon. The Killer Shark movie stars Josh Lucas as an oil company employee struggling to protect his family from a megalodon shark after they become stranded on a disused oil rig. An entertaining horror thriller, The Black Demon plays around with the genre's tropes, as well as adding a little bit of mysticism into the plot. Films like Get the Gringo, which is also known as How I Spent My Summer Vacation, and Rambo Last Blood show that Grunberg is a very earthbound director. And during this episode, he talks about how The Black Demon was a change of pace due to its special effects and aquatic location. He also discusses what it's like making a genre film, facing the looming shadow of Jaws during production, as well as burgundy shirts. As always, I hope you enjoy the discussion. Hi, Adrian. Hello, Neil. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Very well. Thank you for asking. Well, thank you for taking the time to join me today to talk about The Black Demon. Absolutely. Good to be here. Um, I must say, just to begin with, I'm a big fan of your work sort of previously, so I was sort of ex- excited by this one. Again, I also love a killer shark movie, so it's sort of, it, it kind of had all the elements that I want sort of going in. Uh, good, good. Thank you for that. Um, so firstly, it's a bit of a change of pace for you because all the, the, the sort of the films you've directed have been quite gritty kind of earthbound action films. How did the Black Demon come into your life? Um, It it was presented to me by Javier Chapa, uh, one of the producers. Um, And uh, and yeah, might have not been initially something that I would have um, latched onto immediately, but um, the whole Hispanic and pre-Hispanic mythology behind it um, definitely attracted me to it. And then, um, I, I think I probably brought some of that earthiness or grittiness that you talk about into what was in the original script and, 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 you know, which, which had all these elements maybe in a, in a lighter tone and, and, and hopefully I was able to bring some of that earthiness that, that you talk or grittiness to, to, to a, a, a you know, a, a, a regular, you know, genre movie. Um, hopefully that was what we managed to do with this one. Well, that's it. I mean, it obviously, it is a monster movie at the end of the day, but you brought in a lot of sort of religion and mysticism into it. What was that in the script when it was given to you or did you sort of tease those things out in development? It, it was, it was definitely hinted. It, it, there was, there were definitely, you know, the, the whole uh, mythology of Tlaloc was there. Um, the 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 family was there. Everything was sort of there, um, but but I definitely worked in bringing all, exploring and exploding all these aspects and making, you know, making that that family nucleus that much stronger and making um, Josh's arc that much um, harsher. You know, Paul, you know, being being ending up, you know, that ending wasn't there. Right. Um, and uh, so, so all the elements were there that attracted me to it, but then definitely, and 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 I'm, you know, I I got the, the the 
the help um, of the producers in in going along with the, in this in this route and and exploring it with me and then they were great at that uh, so 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 we did you know make that all that bigger I mean you, you touched on it there and one of the things you know that the, the family unit at the, at the center of the film a lot of these films sort of often pay sort of cursory lip service to the family before sort of things go bad but I actually thought that what you managed to do in the film which is, is so much better than a lot of films in the genre is you, you spent time with the family you, you had the little jokes the little moments I mean I, I thought that was incredibly well done and it sort of it, it, it served the whole arc of the movie like you said Josh Lucas's character in in sort of what ultimately sort of happens at the end. Right I mean I, I think I'm most attracted to character yes. um, and and I think a good character goes a long way um, and if then you have good characters and you add good plot points uh, and then add an animal uh, shark to it you can't go wrong <laughs> I hope you didn't go wrong but but yeah I think that was it was important to 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 try and and maybe have people understand even though it's a shark movie and it's you know um it, 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 there's 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 a, a, a supernatural element to it. Hopefully, it ties down and anchors down those feelings that I think we all have as human beings, with family and with the world we live in, and how we're reacting to it, and how we meld with each other um, and the different cultures. We try to incorporate all of that, and hopefully, we did it in a satisfactory way. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I thought it was sort of really great that it wasn't just like, a, like I said, a straight up monster film. Like you did have the mysticism, the kind of the supernatural element, which, which, which made it different from a whole lot of kind of killer shark movies, you know, which, you know, obviously Jaws must have must have been high on your list of, of things to try and avoid copying. How, how does that, how, how do you make a killer shark movie without? Or well, with, I, I actually, I, on the contrary, I think you shouldn't shy away from that. There are a number of I grew up with Jaws. Jaws instilled the fear of going into the water in, in me. I, I suffered Jaws and enjoyed it, uh, it, you know, in a huge way. And there are a number of moments in this film that pay tribute to Jaws. Um, uh, so I, I don't think one should shy away from uh, a, 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 from trying to, you're not copying, you're imitating. And and uh, you're grabbing things from from whatever made you as a person and as a director. You're I can't hide from them. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't hide from them. So, on the contrary, I invite them. I think you know why not? Um, and if those allow you to then create something different and go in a different tangent, I think that's that's fantastic. And. And as a matter of fact, like I said, I, it, you know, there's, there's a number of Jaws references in my movie, some more obvious than others, um, and of other movies, you know, because that's what makes collectively as an audience, that's how we understand each other as an audience. We've all seen the same movies. We all see film basically in the same way. We all understand how to, how cuts work and, and angles and, you know, so we we share this experience whether i'm making it and you're watching it we're sharing it i mean you've touched on sort of that we all experience the same thing um what what's it like when you're 
you're, you're making something that's for the world, sort of a global audience, but, but you are being specific to sort of uh, a culture. How, how does that work and how do you balance that to make sure that you don't let one side die, you know, and then confuse people uh, look, somewhere else? I think, I think at the end of the day, I, I, I know what I know and uh, I hope that what I know is universally understood. But you can't focus on everybody because I don't know everybody. I know, I only know what I know. Um, and so, you know, I try to make things or we all try to make things that appeal to a broad audience. And then there's certain things that I know are more local um, and that's okay as well. It's okay for a small group of people to get this joke as long as, as other people are not completely baffled by it. You know, if, if, if people understand that that might not be a joke for them, that's okay. You know, um, I, I, I don't, I can't speak for the whole planet. I don't, I'm, I don't have that ability, um, you know, so you do what you can and hopefully there's this universal language and that most people will get. And speaking of jokes, there's a very funny joke about a, a burgundy shirt in, in the uh -huh. film, which, which, which made me laugh. But when I saw Josh, Josh Lucas in the film first time, I thought that's very similar to a burgundy shirt that Mel Gibson wore in Get the Gringo. Is that coincidence or do you, do you really like a burgundy shirt? I, I have to say, I had never heard anybody say that. And now that you say it, I'm like, huh, I think it was completely, I, I, it was not planned. You know, it was definitely not something conscious. Subconscious, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> so. Well, that's it. Because I was watching the film, I thought, this really reminds me. And I, I Googled it, you know, and I was like, yeah. And then there was the, the joke around it. And I thought, he, he's playing with the audience. I wonder if that's funny. That's funny. I wonder if, you know, I know I don't use red. So, um you know, maybe there's some averse reaction I'm having to it. I don't know, but but interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that one. And sort of speaking of of, of Josh Lucas, how did how did you cast him in the film? How did he did he come about to to play the lead? Um, look, we talked to to a bunch of people, and and I think Josh really understood. Um, you know, he read the first version that we sent him and he, he said, you know, okay, a shark movie. He, there was something in the script he reacted to. And once we talked before he said yes and everything, once we talked and, we, and he sort of understood what my idea behind the movie was, um, he was on board. He felt the same way. Um, and he said, great, I'll help you try and achieve what you want. And he ended up adding so much more to it. Um, and I think that was, that was great in that relationship that he, he was able to add the human being, Josh Lucas, into Paul Sturges, um, which I think made it more believable as well. So, so it, it was great. And there were a lot of flaws to that character. Um, uh, and of course the ending, you know, he, again, he was always like, you're gonna keep the ending. And I said, Yes, we're keeping the ending, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 that's the kind of character that even on a, you know, a lighted, light movie like this one, 
I think, you know, attracted him because it had flaws and it had an arc and it had a, a good ending for him. Well, that's, I mean, it, it really, there is kind of, not to, not to really ruin it, but there's a, a, some, something of a plot twist sort of three quarters of the way through, which, which totally changes your perception of him as a character and as a father and husband as well, which I think it was handled incredibly well because you kind of, you, you, you can see both sides to kind of everything that he did. And it wasn't just turn him into a villain as such. Right. And I think, you know, again, the idea was, was to try and make it as relatable as possible and, and hopefully say, you know, I could have been the same. I could have done, there's no evil in him. Um, he just did things wrong. And, uh, and he got caught up in it and not realized that they were wrong until, you know, they slapped it out of him. And I think a lot of the times we all as human beings suffer from that. You know, we all end up doing things that, you know, later we regret because we didn't think about them. Some are grave, some are less grave, but, but that's part of the natural human process, right? Of being humans and relating with other humans in life and work and love and family and relationships so we're all we are all capable of doing those things and you, you touched on family there the, the, the casting of the, the kids in the film is exceptional you know they because often in in, in films you, you get sort of very performing child actors but they felt very natural and even they in their... were they were amazing i can't say enough about venus and carlitos they were amazing we knew about venus we knew it because we we were able to cease her do things and in other projects and you can tell with carlitos we couldn't tell because we hadn't seen him anywhere else we got good references of him from another movie that he had shot but we didn't know um and he ended up being a complete rock star the guy nailed it and he he's smart and he's funny and he's curious and he asks the right question and he understands camera at such an early age and i thought he was because he, he's a pivotal role they both are but you know he's that connection between the mythological world the mexican world the american world you know he he's like this antenna that captures all of these signals um so it was really really hard character and he he pulled it off amazingly and did you do much casting for for the kids or was, was it just sort of people had mentioned that they were out no, there no, we we did do a lot of casting um a lot of casting uh and you know we ended up you know finding this option and i have to say even the 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 casting we did with him and even the callback was not that great um you know, there was just something in him that we liked. And we, you know, we liked that he was small and young and you could tell there was something there, but he was just a kid. So even the casting wasn't great. And, but we took the plunge and we had amazing references from other, another director and another producer who had just worked with him. And we said, well, let's go for it. And and it paid off. Yeah, and I, it really did pay off. I thought, I thought sort of the, the both of them kind of really, no pun intended, sort of anchored the film, you know, with the with, with, with who they were. Absolutely. And they do have the, especially I think Venus, in a, in a way, Audrey has the biggest arc of the movie. You know, she becomes the, from this, you know, 
regular teenager, 14 year old, she becomes this big presence yeah. making decisions for the family that are not meant for her to be taken and she takes them upon herself. And so I think it's a, it's a very strong character and she's great at it. Yep, no, definitely. Um, another thing which is, which is very strong in the film is location. And you obviously filmed, I presume, on a real oil rig of some description. But how did that all work for you? Well, so generally we, we shot in the Dominican Republic. Um, the town is a fisherman's town that looks similar to a Mexican town. So, you know, that was great. And then I'm glad you felt that. We, uh, we did shoot in a water tank. Right. And our amazing production designer, Carlos Osorio, um, built that first floor of the rig um, on a tank. So, you know, we had control. We definitely couldn't afford to go out in or into a real rig. Um, so we had to build it, and uh, and I think it looks fantastic. It, I mean, you had me fooled. I, I actually thought you'd, you'd probably gone out, camped out there, and 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 shot it. So I, I thought it looked great. It it did, and I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you were fooled by it then. Yep. Yes, we had a great a great production designer. So, and another thing, spoiler alert, just in case anyone sort of hears this, but at the end where it collapses, was that all CG? All CG. All, all CG. That looked great too. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. I mean, we had a, an, an amazing post house, which was sort of the last component to come into the movie. And you're sort of, you know, with your fingers crossed that because if that doesn't work, then you're dead in the water, as they say. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they did an amazing job with the little time they had. Um, amazing job. Yeah, I mean, it's... a kind of very CG heavy film, which the previous films you've made haven't really been. What was that like for, the, as a director coming in? Was it a big change, big culture change for you? Um, the, the shark maybe, the shark itself maybe, the whole, you know, um, creating this un underwater universe because all the actors underwater are real. Um, so I had designed the shots. I knew exactly what the editing was for those scenes. So I shot the actors, but everything around the actors, the oil spill, the rig, the background, all of that was created in CG. So it was hard for other people to imagine it. It was, you know, our first cut was really weird because all you saw were these actors swimming in a blue environment. But um, once, once the, that design started to happen and you could see what was going on behind them and what people are looking at and everything, I think it came along really great. So it wasn't... It was a challenge to shoot, but um, I had it was very clear to me how it uh, was, well, how it was meant to look. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just sort of whenever I watch a CG film like that, I think the the director must be you know not knowing how things are going to look, and it must be strange putting so much faith, like you said, in the the CG houses to kind of create. Well, that. That, it, it, it's true. It is an act of faith in the sense that you know what you want. Um, the creative people involved understand sort of where you're going because that's what they do as well. Um, but regular folk looking at it, it's really hard to understand. It's really tough to explain and to imagine it. Um, uh, so it is an act of faith. What you need is a good team behind and we got a fantastic team of VFX creators and they they managed to put it all together and it, I think it comes alive very well.
I, I sort of have to ask you what's coming up next for you. I mean, your your career as a director has been, you know, you've done sort of gritty action movies with with big stars. You've now gone on to sort of a, a killer shark horror sort of drama. What what's next for for you down the, the pipeline? Well, I'm actually shooting a a TV series for Netflix in Mexico here, right. um, which is the reason why. Thank you for coming in on a Sunday. Oh no um, worries because I, I'm working during the week. So, so I'm already shooting the, the next project. And so hopefully by the end of the year, you'll, we'll get a glimpse of that one. Cool. No, I look forward to it. Like I said, I love your, your, your style and there's, there's, a, there's a grittiness, but there's a humanity to kind of all the fil films that you made. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Get the Gringo or How I Spent My Summer Vacation, which I think is a, you know, two great titles for, for one movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And um, you know, can I just say, well, thank you for taking the time out of your day off, I presume, to, sort of, to spend time talking. And like I said, I thought the movie was a blast. I, like I said, I was a fan of your work. I love a killer shark movie. And I'm a big fan of Josh Lucas as well. So this kind of had all these different elements that came to sort of totally surprise me because it, it ended up being something I didn't know what I was going into, even though I thought I did, if that makes sense. Right. Good. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. And I'm glad you mentioned it because that you're always, it's always a good thing when you're surprising people, especially on a genre movie where you think you know what you're getting into. So if we manage to, to, you know, pull a thin veil and, and give you some, something different out of the experience and it, and if it was a good experience, then that's all we can hope for as, as filmmakers. Nope. That's great. And I hope it's a, a big success. And uh, like I said, I look forward to the, the next project as well. So I'll keep an eye out for that. But again, thank, thank you, Adrian, for, you, for your time today. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Movies in Focus podcast. You can download it wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope that you tell your friends about it. That's it for this time. And I'll see you at the movies. Music